Hello and welcome to In The House Sports with Jay and Jay. Good evening from Calgary. How's it going, everybody? It is In The House Sports with Jay and Jay. It is episode number 39, the Dominic Hasek episode. <laughs> number yeah. 39. It is January 16th, 2021, our third episode of the new calendar year. I was thinking it was, I was thinking as I was saying it, is it the second or third? It is the third. And we've got... A ton of stuff to discuss, so let's get started right, we are broadcasting this right at, or podcasting, I don't know, podcast broadcasting this right after the Rams, our team, are done. Yes, the Rams lose their divisional game, they lost 32-18 to to the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers move on, a disappointing loss to the Rams, but uh, not so unexpected, you just find that the Packers always find a way to win. They didn't have to find a way. Rodgers had good numbers. Um, the Rams' defense, I don't think they touched Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he was touched all game long. Aaron Rodgers, 296 yards. And their running back, Jones, they 99 so yards. And this guy, uh, Lazard, uh, 96 yards. I must say that Excellent. my my uh, um, my nephew, Joshua, big Green Bay Packers fan out in Ontario, uh, super happy with it. We spoke, we texted during the game. So congrats to him. They move on. Uh, Goff had a good game for the Rams. Uh, he was conservative, 21 of 27, 174 yards, no turnovers. The Rams just did not have any big plays defensively. They could not stop Green Bay. Um, they were missing Cooper Cup. Missing Cup. But at the end of the day, Rodgers could have tied his he shoes back He was so there. good. And so were their running backs. I was see- I saw that they were playing like three running backs. Uh, simultaneously throughout the game. Uh, Jones has been great this whole season. Lazard was good. Uh, so I actually have a question for you, Dad. Yes. Out of our four our four kind of favorite sports teams, the Rams, the Blue Jays, the Flames, and the Raptors, do you think that the, Ram, the Rams essentially, if we, if we kind of make it a fair comparison across all sports, I think they – do you think they're going to go the farthest in any playoffs or whatever out of the four teams that I mentioned? So the this Rams year. essentially made it to the quarterfinals. Fair enough. This year. 2021. Uh, good question. Uh, I do believe the Raptors, yes. I will, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it. I do believe the Rams will go the furthest. They, yes, that's a good question. You what do you so? think? Well, the all right, it's kind of, kind of hard to compare because the Rams, they got through one round. Um, the Raptors... We'll go. Oh no! They'll go not. I was gonna say Raptors looking. No Raptors. No the Raptors would have to. No Raptors. No Flames. I don't know. And then the Blue Jays probably not. I, so I, I think the Rams. We're gonna stick with the Rams. You know what? They got through Seattle. Commendable. Uh, Green Bay looks very good. I'm excited. It's such a great way to start off this week. Um, can I talk? Like last week was incredible too. With you know Lamar Jackson with like that 50 yard TD run. And how about Cleveland? beating Pittsburgh. I want to say this one thing really quickly before we go back to the other game. Imagine it. So Pittsburgh scored 28 points in the first quarter. Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Sorry. Cleveland scored 28 points in the first quarter. Imagine if the first quarter was the fourth quarter and the second quarter was the first whatever. Like it would have been like Pittsburgh would have been leading 23-7 at half. This is just like a what if scenario. They would have been leading 37-20 after the third. And then Pittsburgh, imagine if the first quarter again was the fourth. Um, that's why there's four quarters. People say, oh, you know, there's the fourth quarter is the most important. In the last couple seconds, every second is important. Cleveland taking advantage in the first quarter and they face Kansas City. And that could be the must-see game of the week in terms of that matchup. But I guess 
It's uh, we got a good game uh, that just happened with the Rams and Green Bay. Yeah, I, and I think I'm gonna. I think that the uh, of any of the of, my, of any of my favorite teams, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays could surpass the Rams for 2021. Really? So say, well, they, they, maybe think, if they get yeah. George Springer. Well, because yeah. they lost out well, on Mayhew. They're losing out on everybody, but I, they have a chance. Raptors off to a poor start. The Flames. I don't uh, like their their direction this year. They're zero and one. Okay. So we'll see what happens now. I just want to comment Buffalo last week with their they didn't play that they didn't play that well. They got by Indianapolis. Their first win, the Buffalo Bills, since 1995. Tampa Bay with Mr. Tom Cry Brady Brady. Uh, first win for Tampa Bay in the plus since 2002. Cleveland, you just mentioned over Pittsburgh, their first playoff win since 2002. So maybe a bit of a nice to see, see these young teams uh, come about and, and we'll see what they do this weekend tonight. As we so it's about to start, we got Buffalo. Uh, playing at home with very few fans, playing against Baltimore should be a fantastic game. The Rams are out. I am now cheering for Buffalo. You want Buffalo? Oh, that's a good question. I don't. Know. I think I think I want Cleveland. Like, imagine if they go and they don't even have Odell Beckham Jr. Well, I guess he's a he's a good key receiver, but um, they've been so bad for so long. I'm just going to say that last win by Cleveland in the NFL playoffs, 2002. They sorry, the last time they were in the playoffs, 2002. But uh, uh, they lost to Pittsburgh, so a nice revenge uh, 18 years later for the Browns. Let's uh, should we switch gears? We can switch gears. Yes, let's. So let's do switch that. gears to James Harden because we've been discussing. James or who? Should I say James Edward Harden Jr. Um, officially traded to the Brooklyn Nets. It was between pretty much I think Brooklyn and Philadelphia. It came after this quote. Thanks to Jason Bristol for uh, mis- posting this quote on Twitter after the press conference. James Harden, after being another blowout loss, after after um, losing to the Lakers, sorry, after losing to the Lakers two times in a row, because um, they've been doing back-to-backs, James Harden said, we're not good enough. I love this city. I've literally done everything that I can. The situation is crazy. It's something that I don't think can be fixed. So so he basically gave up on them. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, Harden has been with Houston since 2012. So he's played a long time. Uh, one of their greatest players. He doesn't lead them in points. That's either I looked. It's either Matumbo or Wilkins, I think, who has the most points in franchise history. But he's, check that. He could I have his. That. I think he could have his number retired. Uh, he's won MVP while he was there. Uh, he went to the. He's been named to the NBA All Star team um, six times. He was there. Uh, the the first team won MVP two thousand eighteen. Um, but uh, a big trade. So he he goes to. Brooklyn, who's been our most talked about team this year, go to. We'll talk about them in a second, but um, it's a big trade. Karis Levert of Brooklyn got traded to Indiana. Um, there's this whole other trade. Oladipo from Indiana went to Houston, but there was news today that Levert, unfortunately, has a small mass on his kidney, which I guess they found out doing physicals. I'm not sure they found that Physical, out. Physical, yeah, they found hope, that out. MRI okay. pending. I hope he's okay. MRI, yep. I love Levert. I, well, I think he's a, I think he's a great player. And remember, he like broke his leg like two years ago, and he goes to Indiana. They're looking. Um, hopefully, he has a he's okay, and Indiana does well. And then Jared Allen, a rising center in the NBA, he's going to Cleveland. But you know what? This reminds me of James Harden. NBA is demanding uh, trades. He, he reminds me of, of Kawhi Leonard, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar demanded, demanded a trade with Milwaukee. Uh, Kobe Bryant demanded a trade. He was with the Lakers, though, the whole uh, with his whole 
uh, tenure. And then um, now Harden is reunited with Durant. So he's been reunited with Durant and Westbrook. Of course, Harden played with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And with that, Russ, Katie, and James Harden have now played for Eastern and Western Conference teams. Another player he reminds me of is Kyrie Irving. Let's jump to him really quickly. Kyrie Irving has been out for the past week or so with personal reasons. Uh, the, the story further developed when I think a picture was posted of him uh, at a party without wearing a mask. So His sister's birthday party. Sister's birthday party. No strippers at this, at this party from what we heard. Um, but uh, he's lost about $1 million of salary. I don't know how much that is to him. The guy's a multi-multi-multi-millionaire. What else can you do as a franchise? Um, what the else can the NBA do? They don't want to – they shouldn't – I don't think it's a Brooklyn thing. The Brooklyn can't be monitoring him for 24 hours straight to see what he does. Of course, in normal circumstances, a party is fine. It's like all the – you know, you can go to party, but this is a, a year unlike any other. How do they discipline him? Other than taking away his um, his money, his uh, his money, but uh, when he returns, a new big three in Brooklyn. Yes, um, I just want to add to that too. Kyrie Irving, James Harden are the only players so far this year to be both investigated and fined regarding team absences and and parties. So now, um, and again, so Harden was was fined 50,000 as you mentioned Kyrie Irving I think it was 800 plus thousand that he well, was he's fined. just that's well I don't know if he was fined he's just losing his salary for that amount okay okay so okay so fair enough but um now they're teammates and I wish them luck I wish their coach Steve Nash I kind of see Steve Nash as kind of a bit of an underdog kind of guy um coach in Brooklyn you know he's t- he's never had any coaching experience gets right to be right away to be the coach takes on this team that really to me is a team that's really looking out to buy a championship. That's what I, that's the way in my terminology, I say they're looking to buy a championship now. And I've said that about other teams in the past. Um, I, I let's finish for a minute. I don't know about the, the chemistry, how, who's going to get the ball, who's going to get the ball last, who's going to play defense, who's going to do rebounding. They don't have, uh, I don't know. I think you and I agree. They don't have much of a bench now whatsoever. So these guys are going to play 48 minutes a game. And, and the big thing is if they don't win now, they're not going to win later because their future, losing all their draft choices out the window for the next decade. Yeah, that's See what. So also, that's why Houston got is a bunch of draft picks besides Oladipo. I'm going to counter what you're saying. You, I know you're saying buying a championship. They haven't. They haven't won a championship yet. Um, do you? I'm going to ask you again. I know you've said this earlier last year in 2020. Do you think Brooklyn is going to win a championship with now? You said never with Kyrie or KD. Will they win with Harden now? You have an opportunity to change uh-huh. your answer. That's a very good question. I, I was adamant that without Harden, he's a big addition. He's an all-star, but he's never won the big one. I think they've got too many cooks in the kitchen. I, it's making me think. Uh, I'll just stick with my original answer. They're never going to win a championship. Okay. Um, I don't think they're going to win this year. Um, I, I still see Milwaukee as a very, very tough team. But Brooklyn with those three guys, they're good shooting the ball. I'm not sure about their de- defense and their lack of like their their bench is a lot smaller this year. Um, again, um, it's just, you know, Kyrie, Kyrie and, and, and James Harden and Kevin Durant, how many th- – I don't know. It's just going to be. It's a lot of shoot guys that want the ball in yeah. their hands, uh, especially James Harden. You know, he want he shoots the ball as much as any yeah, other. Player. I guess we could we could do the over under on the how many games will they actually all three of them actually be playing? Uh, That's the thing. They don't even need all three. They could be fine with two. They could 
they could one guy could rest every third game now, especially with well, the what, road what, management. What is a guy like Joe Harris, who I, I believe signed they signed to a four year contract? What is another he, three point specialist? A, what is he thinking? Is he not going to get in the ball? Thanks for coming out, Joe, but you're never touching the ball. Well, he could be playing on like a second unit. You know what? If I'm Joe Harris, I'm demanding a trade. Oh. Let's move on. Let's shall we, Jacob? Shall we move on from? Uh, we'll follow. We'll definitely be following Brooklyn, uh, but we, we can circle last, back. To that. Last okay. thing I want to yeah. say before we move on is that the, this past week the NBA COVID cases have been insane. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, Atlanta Hawks, Miami Heat, Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, Washington Wizards, New Orleans Pelicans, um, Boston Celtics, and Minnesota Timberwolves have all had games impacted by. COVID nineteen. Um, I think like I'm. I think I'm. I'm not even including Kevin Durant, who was in contact with a COVID player. Like those, those are eight teams at least, and there's probably more. I know the Raptors had people in their organization earlier, but uh, okay. it's crazy. Games are being canceled every yeah. day. And uh, moving on with COVID, uh, we got the Australian Open tennis coming up beginning February the eighth. I guess the date and Madison Keys, she's number 16 on the in the world. Uh, she was recently diagnosed, she will not be competing. Uh, former number one Andy Murray, um, is doubtful to compete. Why does he have COVID? Because he has it as well, really. And it was news today that uh, several 40 plus players are gonna have to quarantine because, um, the two planes that were chartered to Australia, there was some staff and um, flight attendants that apparently the flight attendants don't need to be tested. The players do and the coaches and the, the people traveling with the teams, but the, the, uh, the, the uh, attendants do not have to be in any hour. A couple of them had it. And so for two weeks, 40 plus players have to quarantine. They are unable to leave their rooms. They cannot practice, but they have a stationary bike in their room. Oh my gosh. Sounds like Dustin Johnson. So well, we'll follow. But he, Justin Johnson won the masters after quarantining. Um, well, well, so we'll follow so the, 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 the tennis. A yeah. question that I have about that is why is there only two flights? Aren't these players coming from all around the world? Yeah, I mean, that was just two flights. That, uh, one oh, there was, there was like the, 40 flights, wasn't there? Or, I don't know. I'm was not it? sure. One, they did, I did read the article. I can't recall. One was coming from the U.S. and one was coming from elsewhere. That was so. just one? Okay, like there, But there was a bunch of flights though, right? It wasn't Novak Djokovic's flight. So uh, he already Novak's, had uh, Novak's He already had it. Um, but he could get it again. A couple other did you knows here. So um, in the National Women's Soccer League this week, they had their draft and 18 year old. Um, I'll just read the quote first before I tell you the person's name, but this is her quote and she's referring to I'll, actually I'll just read the quote and then we'll talk about who this player is. But he was an amazing athlete and they got those genes from him. But I'm excited to be known as blank blank and not just as blank's daughter i'm excited to pave my own path any guesses jacob did you read any articles on who i might be speaking about i have absolutely no idea this is the national women's soccer league she was drafted number two overall um, um by the washington spirit who and i just read up about this league there's 10 women in this league and her name is trinity rodman dennis rodman's daughter no oh, i thought it was a canadian person dennis rodman's daughter her name is trinity uh trinity and she, I think she respects her father, but she's looking to uh, to pave her own path as she issues quotas. So congratulations to her. Uh, that's pretty cool. That is cool. I, I was, I thought, I thought it was for sure going to be Canadian. Yeah, but, she's uh, 18 years old. The 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 number one pick uh, was a lady. Um, 
uh, named Emily Fox, who's 22 years old. This trendy, the trendy is only 18. She's one of the younger ones. Uh, but the, the first overall pick was a lady named Emily Fox, who plays young like this name, the Racing Louisville. That's the name, Racing oh, wow. Louisville. And the other. Did you hear about Montreal? They changed their name this week. I think it's called Club de Football Montreal. I don't even know. Yeah, they've been known as the Impact. This is the uh, what, Major League Montreal. Soccer, and and apparently a lot of fans are not liking the new name, and they're uh, so there's a little squabble about that. So wanted to mention mention that. Um, we'll circle. Um, Andy Rogers. We I'll just come back to him for a minute. He is going Aaron to be. Aaron Rogers. Uh, you said Andy. Oh, <laughs> Andy Aaron. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, yes, um, is going to be the host of Jeopardy coming up. Did you read that? Yeah. And he's very excited. I guess he's been a big fan of Jeopardy. Uh, he was a, a celebrity contestant in 2015. And uh, he mentioned that one of the biggest um, enjoyments of his life, life was meeting the late Alex Trebek uh, back in 2015. I guess it was supposed to be a secret that he was going to be a host. But he, on a late night talk show, mentioned that he was going to be hosting, and uh, and uh, so yeah, well, so for all you Packer fans out there, you get to watch your man Aaron uh, host uh, Jeopardy coming up. Um, yeah, we can. So yeah, go ahead, Jacob. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, so this week on the PGA Tour, the it was the Sony Open in Hawaii, and Mike Weir made the cut this week. This is the first time he's made the cut, Mikey. not including the Masters, since August 2019, the Wyndham Championship. So Mike Weir, now he's kind of not having the best weekend. Uh, currently, there is a two-way tie for second, Kevin Na and Brendan Steele at 15 under par. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm trying to find Mike Weir today. Two under round, which is... Okay. It's tied for 39th, minus eight overall. Made the cut. He's got to be very pleased playing four rounds. Yeah, better than a lot of other guys. Um, last week's last week's winner um, was um, oh, I'm blanking on the name. Answer? Uh, no, no, it wasn't either. <laughs> uh, Harris English oh, was the right, winner. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and um, he beat Harris English didn't even make the cut this week. So um, pretty pretty good uh for Mike Weir uh plays mostly on PJ Tour champions so pretty good that he was able to make the cut and uh maybe make some big cash tomorrow big day tomorrow you know you can go really low at these courses uh Joaquin Neiman as you mentioned he lost in a playoff to Harris English he currently is tied for 5th in the middle of his round it's middle of the third round at the Sony Open in Hawaii and the second leg of the Hawaii swing that's your golf update presented by nobody. Well, we can look for some sponsors. Yes. And so, yes, we're in the middle of our episode, as Jacob mentioned earlier, episode nine, uh, 39, In the House Sports with j and J. I I was talking with my nephew, Joshua, before the big game today, and he, he came up with a very interesting stat. I'll pass it on to you. But, Jacob, the quarterback's average age in the AFC versus the quarterback's age in the NFC, uh, quite amazing, AFC – 24 years of age, NFC 37. Wow. So if you think about it, Breeze and Rodgers and um, Brady and even Jeff Goff's in the league, he's still the young guy. Jared Goff. Uh, Jared Goff versus uh, you got Kansas City Mahomes, you got Baker, and you've got uh, tonight's game, Allen and um, Jackson, uh, 24. So 13 years age difference. 
That's crazy. Um, I guess it uh, means that all these can be goodies because they're all these years later. At least in the NFL, they can be. And that speaks to Tom Brady a couple years ago. Um, last year, old Mahomes is younger. But uh, Drew Brees, speaking of Drew Brees, this could be his last game. Uh, they are playing this week. Remind me. Yep. New Orleans is yep. playing. Yep. Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yep. The three oh, and a half, yeah. Three and a half point favorites. They're playing. This could be the final matchup of Drew Brees' career. Apparently, he's in contract uh, discussions with NBC to see if they uh, they might sign him. But uh, Drew Brees has had an amazing career. Um, but uh, what do you? That's 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 pretty good. Drew Brees. Imagine that as a walk off. Um, I guess if he wins, imagine New Orleans versus Green Bay. It's weird. It's crazy how like the, the some of the older got people in sports. LeBron James, older in his sport. Um, I can't think of others, but I feel like in sports, there's a lot of these old players or, or teams that have been around for so long that that like like Green Bay was good ten years ago. I think they won the Super Bowl like 2010 or something. So it's crazy that they still stick around. And as we were discussing today. Jordan Love, I think, their backup quarterback. Green Bay. Yeah, who they drafted. They were saying, oh, like, why did they draft him? Is he replacing Rodgers? Well, Rodgers looks great right now. He's in the comp, the AFC uh, championship, who again, or an NFC championship next week, who they will be either playing uh, the Buccaneers or the Saints. But think about the last thing I want to say is that these two, it's going to be two older quarterbacks facing off against each other. So we're either going to have Breeze. Brady or Rodgers in the Super Bowl this year. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Yep. They've all been there, done that. Well, Super Bowls, MVPs, future Hall of Famers, uh, all at the end, the very end of their careers all. And um, I think I want an AFC. T- I don't know. I'm, I kind of want one of these new quarterbacks, Mahomes, Jackson, Mayfield. Um, I think Josh Allen's pretty young too, right? So, but uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, a baseball card this week sold. For a record, $5.2 million. Mickey Mantle's rookie baseball card, $5.2 million. Um, incredible, eh? I mean, wouldn't you like to uh, um, be able to afford to buy that and, and I don't know, reminds hold on one, to it. But. Reminds me of the $1.9 trillion stimulus package presented by Joe Biden. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you said $5.2 million. I thought of $1.9 trillion. So, like, $5.2 million is a big number. Think about 1.9 trillion. Um, both astronomical numbers, but imagine paying having 5.2 million dollars and then spending that and having probably more money. Yeah. Now speaking of Biden, it can't help but make us think of Mr. Uh, I should say Mr. President Donald Trump. Just we're not going to talk about him. His days are numbered. He's got what three days left, five days left if he even gets that far. But the he did attempt to award the. Um, um, presidential the presidential medal, of medal of freedom to the coach of the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick. Uh, I don't have a lot of information on this, but refused it. Is that correct, Jacob? He did. He did refuse it. Uh, I think it's just in in lieu of uh, or in. That was right after of, the uh, battle of the uh, of the White House when they were. Well, it was. So I think he, um, they, I mean, normally the, they're, I think they're normally, the White House was stormed and yeah, after the whole, yeah, it's how we got to respect his choice. I think a good move for him, but I think prior to that, I'm not sure, but maybe they were buddies before that. Yeah. I think that Trump had, I know that Brady was a Trump supporter long before the election. He was like, when Brady said that he supported Trump, he, he was like, I was like, what, like how long is Trump going to go again? He's in the, in the president for four years. 
But yeah, I think he had a relationship. And now Trump, we might talk, we might talk about this on another episode, who he's honored um, as president. But uh, it's interesting that he's he's all of a sudden honoring these four more athletes. Of course, he honored Gary Player, Annika Sorenstrom, and Babe Zaharias, as we said last week. But uh, yeah, Belichick did not um, refusing it, and that's um, that's pretty bold, um, especially to say to say that. But I, I guess Trump's on the decline and on the major decline. Yeah. The 2022 PGA Championship, speaking of Trump, at uh, at one of the Trump courses in the United States is uh, going to be, I think, uh, changed. The course is going to be changed. Uh, it was going to be held, of course, at a Trump course. In fact, Trump Turnbury, another course in, um, in I think, Scotland. That's where Stuart Sink beat Tom Watson in a playoff, I think, in 2009 at the Open Championship. Um, that's another place where Trump had a uh, a tournament. In fact, another major. I don't think there's they're going to be returning there on the on the on the road uh, for the Open Championship. Not going to be going there for the PJ Championship. And then another last thing I want to say about him and Trump and his golf courses. Uh, there was a tournament that he had at Doral in Florida. Um, so that being said, the PJ Tour looks to be cutting ties with President Trump. So it's uh, it's very it's it's very interesting. I yeah. guess I guess they they say what. It, they just what he's done, especially recently, is not appropriate. They don't want to align with it, and um, yeah, it's very. They're making some big statements. So I agree. Good, good move that. on their part, and uh, and and necessary. So mm-hmm. uh, so we'll see where that tournament is played. Maybe they'll move that PGA Championship to uh, Canyon Meadows Golf Course here in Calgary. Um, this is the just, odds of that. Uh, are... We won't talk about this loss uh, too much, but just. According to a recent study out of Stanford, and this I, this was an article, in a, and you can check this website out called Best Life, Best Life Online. It's called .com, bestlifeonline.com. And they did a, a recent study regarding um, um, health and, and, well, and, and laziness of the different states making up the United States of America. And, the, and, and part of the study, too, is just, is just general numbers, but um, the Americans average about 4,700 steps per day, which is one of the lowest countries for number of steps per day, where Hong Kong is 6,880 steps per day. So the highest? Which is, if not the highest, one of the highest according to this study, which I think, I didn't think that was a super high number, but I guess if you take the average, uh, you know, um, and it, the article talks about binge watching of TV, how much people sleep, how much, uh, when, pay, when people take off days from their, from their workout, um, how many workout facilities in their in their area per population? One hundred thousand. So, and it lists all the states from one to fifty. So it's not yet not all the states, uh, but nonetheless, uh, I'll just let our listeners, uh, yeah, let just let our listeners know which state is the laziest state according to the study, and which is the most active. But before I do that, did you want to say? I just want to say that's interesting what you said about Hong Kong. So I checked that stat that stat really quickly. Statista.com brings. Uh, according to them. Uh, so Hong Kong, I think, out of the countries that were studied, uh, this was in 2017, they had the highest at 6,880, um, which is correct. But that's surprising because I know it's recommended to get 10,000 steps. The one thing that I have to say about the step count is that it doesn't, the one thing is that it doesn't take into account some exercises, like if you swim for 30 minutes, then you're getting equivalents of, I just don't know. I'm just not sure if like like that's one thing that that kind of has an asterisk next to it because you know you're not okay. sure but like but uh, but i guess it, it summarizes it if they kind of have equivalents 
because I know it's recommended to have 10,000, but uh, that's yeah. not great. But yeah, so, the, so you know, there's say, a study, I don't have all the particulars about it, but the laziest state um, is the state of West Virginia. Yeah, I remember you told me that. Um, and the most active, where they're the least uh, lazy, do our listeners want to uh, guess on this? Well, before I say, think about it, think about it, think about it. The state of Minnesota. And I was surprised by that because I was thinking like a hot state. Minnesota is cold, one of the colder states in the United States. So I don't know how, like, I definitely get more steps in the summer. Um, so it's, and Minnesota's cold. It's, it's, well, it's a cold state. They like to cross country ski and get out there and walk, walk, walk. According to, <laughs> according to the, according to us being Albertans living near them, that must be how they're getting it there. Their uh, their active number of steps, but anyway. uh, so and it lists uh, if you check out the website bestlifeonline.com, you can see the recent study and it lists. It'll tell you about your state. We where, need a Canadian edition of that. Where where your state? So um, you should check that out. Um, the Toronto Raptors presently near the end of the second quarter, winning fifty four to forty three. Of course, they were off to a poor start at uh, three wins and eight losses. Chris Boucher. There's been a lot of talk about him coming off the bench. You know, maybe a six-man award in the future because the numbers are good, but maybe he should be a starter. Uh, he's playing the most minutes he's ever done, 22.8 uh, minutes per game, 15.3 points, 6.5 rebounds. He's over get about one rebound a game. Uh, so Chris Boucher, uh, he's been the best Raptor this year, and he's got a bright, bright future. Yes, he's from Quebec, uh, so kudos to him. And... Uh, what else, Jacob? I was just going to say Brooklyn won their first game with Mr. James Harden. Kevin Durant, though, scoring 42 points. James Harden, though, I think he had a triple-double today. He has a triple-double in his first game with Brooklyn. 32 points, 12 rebounds, 14 assists, 4 steals, and 1 block oh, for James Harden. And they played. don't even have Kyrie yet. Again, they just won by 7, though, against Orlando. So they improved to 8-6. a little bit of defense. Enjoy the football game tonight. Go Buffalo Bills. And go Raptors and enjoy the golf and NFL well, football. Yeah. We'll have four of our finalists in the NFL next week. Have a good day.